0: Welcome to the gods everybody. It's a podcast that you're listening to. I'm Alan, and there's Christian. Howdy, <laughs> and also Brand. Hello, everyone. Uh, so this might be a little bit of a weird show this week because I am fucking tired. I was up till 4:30 in the morning last night playing Apex Legends. Jesus, <laughs> did you guys heard of this game?
1: Yes, I think no, everyone I no has idea. collectively heard of this game. <laughs> It's so fucking good, it's, man. It's a good one. It's a good game. Just like good dogs there. It is a good game. I feel like on the last episode, we kind of, it was like, it was like a gathering
0: storm. And like we just got into it. Interrupt- yeah.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: And we we're like, oh, what is this Apex legend game? It looks
1: interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's not going to be that good. It like hit. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like someone dropped a bomb on the gaming industry and just said, everyone's playing this. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's crazy. It just exploded overnight. Like, it's, it, it was that nuts. night. Like, when did
2: it hit 25 mil? How many days later was it? Was it a three week. days? It, was, so it was after a week. Within eight hours, it already had a million users, which it, it says something in itself, but it just, it did keep just growing. It was fucking unbelievable well,
1: to it watch was, it Yeah, out. it was
0: hitting milestone after milestone. It like, had
1: like 600,000 people on watching it on Twitch. Like combined, like all the channels, everybody's streaming. Like it was crazy. People were getting like huge numbers just streaming it. It's it's nuts. Well, it's, and you had
2: like the, the partnered streamers, quote unquote, and they sort of, they were they were the driving force behind it right at the beginning, I think. But yeah, then it, it, it sure. did effectively snowball, not to take away credit from. It, it came by the attention, honestly. Uh, it's a
1: very well, good game. Well, for sure. Because like the partnered streamers uh, were there. Uh, they went the week before. Uh, to respond to give like feedback about the game and stuff and just to help give like, More than you a know, week. they've
2: been playing it for a while. I think.
1: Yeah. But I uh, really, went, everyone went yeah. to like LA oh, like for, for that their, week before yeah, yeah. to just to get it to see the final test on it, I guess maybe. So yeah. It, so there was a few groups of people. There was like a group of people, but like otherwise it's just organically just exploded in a way. I don't think anyone could have ex- expected
2: Alan, you've been playing it on the Xbox. How do you? Yep. How does it feel in the console? It's great. It
0: it it kind of answers all the questions that Fortnite left dangling. Like I've been very positive about Fortnite, but I certainly stopped playing it because you know it's a little swimmy. It's a little.
1: It doesn't feel the like the tightest experience. That's the word that
0: you two use, don't you? It's
1: like I yeah liquid. I really don't like the shooting in Fortnite. Fortnite. I feel like the bullets travel at like ten miles an hour, and I can just never quite get the hang of it like right when we were yep. playing it uh pretty regularly with uh, with our group uh, I was getting better and better which is fine like obviously my experience has changed over the course of me playing it but it's still like I've had so much trouble just like getting it down with where with apex it feels like a modern shooter so Fuck you, yeah it does you just point you point and click and people die and with some variants <laughs> of course but like it feel like you there's no you don't need to learn how to shoot in Apex. You just shoot, which feels great. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's very, it was the my point of reference. I think we were talking about the other night was this sniping itself where when I pick up the sniper and I have the optics, it'll say, here's how many meters away they are. I don't have to fucking try and ballpark it or anything. And, yeah. and so you can see that running the, the,
1: the ticker on that one. And then yeah.
2: I see the pips right there on the reticle. And I think, OK, all
1: right, easy. Yeah, no, that was super uh we were playing just before we started recording the podcast, and
2: I yeah, picked I had plans up plans this week, dude. It didn't matter after that game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, we were playing right before, and just to go off that point, it was just you I had the four to ten times digital threat for the, the longbow and you could just it just like here's how far this is. Here and then I'm like lined it up and it just like it was perfect. It's unlike PUBG where you had to zero, you had to manually zero, which to be fair, that game is supposed to be based more Realistically, yeah, obviously. A, yeah. That realistic, realistic game about, all that. is
2: about to get an unrealistic fucking crossover though. I don't know if the two of you saw that. Oh yeah, what's what? up? Resident Evil 2, X, PUBG. What? <laughs> what? I did <laughs> maybe see that. maybe it was maybe it was super fake, but I swear I when, when dropping i dropping zombies on the map or I think I was half asleep.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna search my brain. Apex, oh, man, it's just so fucking Apex is so great. It's so I, it's, fucking fun. It's there's like the communication system, I think, is what really if there's one yeah. thing that oh, really comms, stands out, all that is so good, and I think it's something people have been asking about for a lot a while. It just to not to deal do away with like voice comms and have a good fundamental system of communication. I don't know about do away with voice comms,
2: but it's it's always um, more communication tools when you're playing, especially in a game like Fortnite, where you would often maybe you wouldn't have four people and you'd have right. a, a random or a fill. And it, you wouldn't really have a way to communicate with each other uh, effectively. So being able, having the game allow, do it for you and then giving you those additional sort of options really makes it... They were saying uh, during development that they they would play internally games where nobody would use mics at all. And they would and it rely entirely on the smart comms to, to play out
0: these full-length games just to it see works, how it man. would feel.
2: You can. You can do it. It's, it's it's not, not as easy.
0: As good as a mic, but yeah, yeah, I'd always, yeah, I'd always rather have a microphone. But uh, I mean, much like Red Dead Redemption, I really appreciate a game where I, there's a thank you button. Like, oh, yeah. I love that. It honestly that makes me happy. Like when we're playing, What's it'll that? be
2: like, "Do you want to thank? Do you want to thank Brandon for you know calling this out for you?" And I'll just hit H, and the character will thank him. It's cute. It's well, great,
1: man. What's well, speaking of that? It just they also with the with the ping system all the communic uh, all the characters communicate what they're doing with your squad and they can hear it which is so yeah, fucking good so like if someone misses something in intense firefight they can hear the fact that oh i've gone to heal or i'm shooting or enemy spotted and it's so nice cuz like sometimes you just in the heat of the moment you miss something but like there's all this feedback even the health bars if you're shoot if your character a uh, character on your team is shooting it'll light up the he- the the health I bar i know i love and that. that's like so nice.
2: Because so really quickly, think- rip, right before we lose it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump in here. So tomorrow, it's an update for PUBG Mobile. Uh-huh. Um so zombies mode, an even less the best relevant m- game version of PUBG. <laughs> just you know, you got to do something. Fucking Fortnite's giving away the battle pass for free, so like fucking. So what's happening? With what Fortnite?
1: Yeah, Fortnite is no. so If
2: you complete the PUBG, challenges, PUBG. 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 I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Well, fucking.
1: It's interesting because this is uh, like a very like Asian centric crossover and PUBG is still super uh, popular in Asia. Asia. I haven't right. in like, that angle. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those. It's because I'm not sure. Did we ever hear about Fortnite getting approved in China? Because I remember something about that. It never know, got
2: approved for the Play Store. You still have to download
0: it, I think.
1: Well, from no, that, it's not that, that it wasn't was, approved. They took it off. They mm. specifically wanted to funnel money from the. Away from the Play Store to themselves. Yeah, well, which I think they just is didn't want to smart. pay the tariffs or whatever. Yeah, it's not not a bad idea. Um, um, no, because I remember PUBG specifically getting of uh, like a proper release in China, and that was like a well, big deal. Was, it's
2: probably the 10 cent acquisition yeah. or whatever, isn't
1: it? Yeah. So <laughs> this the, doesn't surprise the- <laughs> me that there's like a Resident Evil, like a, even like you see uh, a lot of the virtual YouTubers play uh pub rather than fortnite like i'll always Wait. see like screenshots of them still playing it and it seems so foreign now just because like we've moved so far past that uh out here what, or even in our wh- friend group what's a virtual youtuber we've gone over this it's people uh like youtube like generally gameplay youtubers you know like it's basically how you an would,
2: augmented reality sort of situation like, yeah you, you would have over there, there's with actually um, characters
1: um, like, Kizuna Eye is, like, super popular. What's uh, the team. map
2: for it? The uh, face rig? I think so. And, and there are a lot of Western streamers that do that, where they'll they'll make themselves look like dogs or whatever. Shit. Oh, yeah, it's I remember cute. that guy.
0: That guy was... Yeah. Can I make myself look like you?
1: No. Can I stream as you? It, I don't think <coughs> it's real, like, real people stuff. It's like, if you have a 3D model, you can rig it so that it, it moves with your movement. I want to be Princess Leia. Go for it. All the time. Because... There's an opening, but, um, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Anyways,
2: getting back to Apex. I think I think Apex Legends is doing a lot of things right in the sense that they're we covered this. On the website, we actually, you might, people, you might be aware that we actually have a really strong blog, like a really (laughs) well-written blog at Too Far Gone. A lot of, like, little quality of life changes, like being able to, having the jump master at the beginning solves so so many lifestyle changes. Such a statement of intent. So I'm just going to run through the list we have on the website just of like little things. So the group drops at the beginning. No squad fall damage. Tra- trajectory with the uh, the jump master or whatever. Uh, the the hero personas with chargeable abilities a la Overwatch. Thank it's you Overwatch. More flavorful gunplay in that sense. Entering named areas on the map will display loot potential. Um yep. Killed players can be respawned. LOL. Like that's uh, and that's so it's, nice. It's, it's, excellent. Yeah. it's a nice touch especially if you like you get crapped on at the beginning of the fucking game. Like you just get pooped on and you couldn't do anything about it. And your your team and just to win the fight instead of me alt tabbing. Like I might have in PUBG or Fortnite for the next 15 minutes while my team goes on to just fucking crush a game without me. They can respawn you. So um, and it feels personally, I'll say it feels you coming back with zero gear seems fair. I like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, well, you can always you go back to your body like, yeah, you can't, but you, you know, be, I'll be that honest, far. I'm fucking taking all of your shit if you're,
0: if you're
1: playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's oh, the thing, right? Like, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing when uh, a teammate dies, especially very early on. Like, if you're like the, as soon as you drop and you get in a hot fight and someone dies, like you could still die to the win body. that fight,
2: yeah, it's not the end of the yeah. world. That might have been like a good conversion, I guess. Um, exactly.
1: Really quickly, uh,
2: players can visually ping the enemies. We, we went over the smart comms. Armor doesn't break upon getting hit uh, and instead has his pips of health, much like Halo. Uh, and then, yeah, we talked about the, the the intuitiveness of the movement and the verticality of the game, um, yeah. the power sliding. It feels it, the only thing it's missing really is the wall running from the, the previous yes. Titanfall
0: games. But even, even instead... Can- I can see why they
2: got rid of that. You can maybe see why they did without it.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. there's not a lot of places, really, even if you think about it on the map, where wall running would be necessarily uh, applicable. A it lot also, of the houses, like the houses on pretty the canyons, ground level.
2: But- Maybe yeah. like, like the walls yeah. there, like the crags or the uh, the outcroppings or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do we yeah, yeah, feel? Or even some of like the complexes, maybe. But like even outside of that, it'd be such a small use, right? Uh, like what bother? Like what about that
2: that very circular one with the with the high loot yeah, percentage, like the yeah. pit? You could Love start be running around that circle, maybe if you.
1: Oh yeah, that could be fun. Even like the airbase, the airbase would be. a <laughs> would be wacky. Fun one to do some wall, wall running, but.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe it, maybe, maybe, we worse, a, maybe we see
1: a maybe we see a wall ring enabled mode
0: later too like they start sure. experimenting yeah. there, with there, things. There was a there was a leak uh recently that um showed that they there's they are testing out some new uh heroes and uh there are um uh, alternative game modes that may be coming out. Something called a survival mode, whatever that is. What's that? Is there some mode, you know, somewhere in the files right now called survival mode which Sounds weird to me because that's already what the game is, but <laughs> you know who knows. <laughs> what would you call Battle like, Royale? Yeah. Well, exactly right. Um, yeah, no. I would also add to that list of uh, quality of life improvements um, the character selection. I think oh, that like yeah. that Super like nice. timed random queue is awesome, and also the jump. The way the jump master is selected, as far as I can tell, I don't know if somebody's actually figured out what it is, but just from me playing with my roommates. It's, it seems like the person who is like most active on their controller at the moment when you're going to jump or when you're like put oh, into the really? respond, that's the person who's jump that's, master. Yes, that's the person that who's idle. It's, it's,
1: it's, what's it called? It's decided in the character select screen. The, who's jump master? Yeah. Oh, do you, do you see, see it, it right there? Is that what that little emblem is? That's what the that icon um, is. Yeah. okay. So it's not that, but it, well, it's, that I don't cool know what decides it. <laughs> it would be. So the, the thing I really
0: like about it is... Um, if you and this is the character selection as well as jump master if you put your controller down and just like walk out of the room to go like i don't know get a drink or whatever um it will auto select seem, yeah but it auto selects exactly the same way as if you'd done it actively so there's no penalty to get up and walk away and come back when it's time to jump and every time i've done that i've never been jump master so somehow the game knows if i'm not there and like oh that's interesting um Balances it for yeah.
1: because I've gotten a lot of jump masters because I also not thinking about it. I also select my characters immediately, but like that still doesn't explain like it's already decided when you get into the screen. Like it doesn't. Well, maybe doesn't on that screen, let's it.
2: say it selected you and then you let your fucking thing lapse like you don't actively select a character. Maybe then it'll it'll hot potato it to somebody else. Oh, maybe the game yeah. sort of thinking, oh, you weren't there to select a character. You might not be there to select a jump spot.
1: We're going to hand this right. off. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. The game is so clever in so many different ways that like something like that could totally be plausible.
0: So what we're talking about with quality life improvements, like, as I said a minute ago, this game just kind of answers all the Mm -hmm. hanging questions that Fortnite maybe left hardcore gamers, you know, um, or Or maybe maybe old school gamers is a better way to say it.
1: It answered some of the problems with blackout.
0: Which is, that was going to be my question is what the difference is. Blackout,
2: it was just, again, it was just picking people out for me. Like I had different, like between landing and finishing a game. I don't know. I just, I just couldn't do it. I just wasn't good at it. It just bothered me that whole,
0: it felt busy in a way that this right. doesn't, if that makes sense. This is a very streamlined experience. It's very like, everything's intentional.
1: It's it, it, it's so close to being the, so similar in a lot of ways, just because Respawn has a, like a history of coming from Call of Duty. I was about to say, if we wanted that, to, um, oh, that's like, interesting. we want to explore
2: what all that, so I have two things that I want to ask you guys about, one of which is, is this, is this the, the killer app? Is this what's gonna uh, kill Fortnite, quote unquote, because uh, Brandon, you and I were talking about it a little bit earlier, um, I asked my cousin. I'm like, "Hey, is your is your son playing Fortnite or is your son playing Apex Legends yet?" And she was like, "No, why? What's that?" So, he he's a young kid. Yeah.
0: So yeah, go on, Alan. I know a lot of people that are still playing Fortnite and don't know about Apex, but I've just kind of heard the name. Um, I it can't beat ape it can't beat Fortnite unless it goes mobile, like you just in a sheer numbers kind of way.
1: But it's so I would bad. Be on interested mobile. to know how, how much? Yeah, but people Fortnite. love it. No, people sucks, fucking dude.
0: love
2: it on I tried mobile it though. It fucking that's, blows. I don't know how people win on that. How,
1: that's how so many of like kid, young kids are playing it though. They have everyone has a smartphone that is like, yeah, exactly at this point powerful enough to play mobile games. So it's like a large. You'd be surprised probably at the population number that plays it on mobile. And this is
0: that's the other half of the equation of making it free, right? Is making
1: it putting it in everybody's yeah. hands. No, what's the call? What I was gonna say about it is that I still think. Uh, at least for the younger generation that's playing Fortnite, I think they're so in the ecosystem right now that it's going to be hard to drive them, drag them away. Even if, uh, even if Apex, even because Apex Legend is free, it's it's just that people are so invested in Fortnite. They've got their skins, they've, they've been got doing it for a emotes, while. Um, they've been enjoying themselves. They yeah. got their, they they have their favorite Twitch streamer or YouTuber. Uh, that's totally it's true. Like they're so man. in the ecosystem right yeah. now. It's hard. It's 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 hard to take that time and money invested and put it in a new game. And the other thing I was thinking of maybe uh, is that how do some of these people actually find Apex Legends? Because with us, it's like a, it, for our gaming group, uh, excluding Alan, unfortunately, uh, we're very core PC gamer centric. So we have like it, Twitch is on other like platforms. Like you can watch it on pretty Xbox like, and PS4. Like, Twitch's home yeah. is on PC. And stuff. So, like, all the information mm. is currently there. So, I'd be interested to see how the split is with between console players on Fortnite versus Apex slash PC, and even versus, like age
2: demographics on yeah, that sort of thing.
1: Just because I feel like if you knew you knew about it because you've heard the word, and that spreads, I think, a lot through like Discord and Twitch. And I'm not sure that's exactly the case where you have an ecosystem built in for Fortnite.
2: They they talk with each other at school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kids still talk.
1: If you're still playing (laughs) Fortnite with your friends and you're not like active online. Yeah. mm. Who's going to tell you something new there other than someone who maybe knows something. Your favorite streamer,
2: though. Like, I'm sure the streamers are like, "Mm, maybe I should try. Oh, no, 100%. They all are but this is to your point to speak to your point uh at christmas um my uh my kid cousin just got buttloads of fucking like online credits and cash and we were just talking and we were talking he was telling me who his favorite streamer was that sort of thing and i said okay so like what are you going to buy any what kind of games are you going to buy maybe we could uh, um, we could buy something together like that sort of a thinking and he said oh i'm just going <laughs> to spend it all on skins in fortnite i'm like really like you got over 100 bucks like you sure you don't want like a game? What about Rocket League? You ever heard of that one? He's like, no, I'm just gonna buy a bunch of skins. And he knew all the skins that he was gonna get. He's just so when you oh, say like scary. invested in that ecosystem, 100%. Well, it's like a hundred. And that's exactly even,
1: what happened. With, that's
2: like us with the magic cards well, too, yeah. right? Like you just get so deep into it that you just you don't even care about seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You're just having way too much well, what's fun. What's it called?
1: Do you see this exact? We saw this exact same thing with League of Legends and later Dota with their skin marketplace and even CS:GO Skin like, marketplace. You, once once you've the, sunk yeah. the money or the time in, it's hard to 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 get out of it, start to walk away well, like, from that. Even for me, like I, I bought skins in League of Legends. I, I played it for hundreds of hours. I had hundreds of games, and then I just, at a point, unfortunately, I got a little bit fed up with it. Uh, right before they started actually making a lot of big changes uh, to the game, but it's like you were, uh, what were, what were you playing other than that? Probably same with you, Christian, when you were playing Halo Three. Like there was other games coming out, and maybe you dabbled a little bit, but you would probably just mainline Halo Three, right?
2: Um our play group actually had a pretty healthy rotation where we would rotate oh, yeah. like we had Halo 3 there was uh, that was Modern Warfare 2 that was Gears of War 2 other things they were our play group was actually uh, strangely because a lot of us were we didn't grow up playing Xbox. Just happened that we all had Xboxes. Right. So the uh, the summer of Indiecade would come and we'd have fun with those little games. Like it was it was really just like a. But yeah, for me personally, it was it was always gonna be Halo. I, that was always I would always find my way back in in one way or another until I didn't until I lost my way <laughs> entirely. Um, so uh, really quickly, just before cause should we discuss rhetorically what's been going on with apex and EA and infinity ward quote unquote? Cause that's an interesting story as well that I think well, we okay. got into it a little bit on the blog and I think it's worth going over. Yeah.
1: Um, I wouldn't mind just to like that for like just one more question. Yeah, I was wondering yeah, yeah. who does everyone, who's everyone's favorite character? Cause I think that's a good way to add <laughs> the segment because that's, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the it's, question. It, they're, they're all interesting and unique and they all have their different abilities. Right. So who are you playing? Uh,
0: currently I'm playing, um, Oh shit! What's his name? My my robot buddy with my grappling hook. Oh Pathfinder. I'm playing grappling hook. <laughs> like <laughs> <I'm playing the laughs> that grapple. shit is fucking awesome because it's you can just you can just like get these crazy angles on um another team that they won't be looking at looking for you from and you can just totally fucking um surprise them and that's that's it's really nice for me. I'm not I'm not the fastest uh reflex guy, so being able to give myself a second to regroup and. Get, get the an speed angle. elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. I like that. No,
2: he's the the robot's really fucking good as a movement character. I, I I don't know if I have a favorite, but I seem to win the majority of the games when I play Bloodhound. It feels like
1: it's a fun one for sure. It's just
2: so fucking it's just fucking beast mode on dog. And you fucking <laughs>
1: everybody's red and you're thinking well, like, how do cool. you? Um,
2: what's your what's your strategy with him? Just fucking eat idiots for breakfast i don't know i don't i'm i'm a support player for sure like i'm not a big fragger mm-hmm. when i'm playing with uh, our play group on the uh in the group chat so uh, just being able to like with the comms and the support roles so i mean even yeah. the beast mode it's like i'm not the greatest fragger so having that vision really sort of gives me the extra gas i need to keep up i can see that. Um, I know Brandon's gonna say, so I'm
1: just, yeah, <laughs> what's that called? I, I, that also, I also really enjoy playing Bloodhound. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd call it, uh, that my favorite, it's just uh, I don't know. I switch now, I'm more between you play uh, Bloodhound so much, and Bangalore, yeah. yeah. But I oh, used yeah. to I, when I first started playing, I would play a ton of Lifeline just because sure. she gives a ton of utility, her drops are like super solid. And when you have like really shit gear, you maybe you won your fight. But but packages really, faster yeah.
2: res res with shield res with
1: extra health it's super it's super nice Robot it that gives if the, health. The, her health bot healed a little bit quicker that might make her that'd be nice really good, be but very like, nice i i really like, there's some all the characters are great is there they an lp have their character
2: use. i feel like i haven't run into one where i'm like I this one's obviously face, fucking so. stupidly good and i'd be an idiot not to play it
1: I would say Bangalore, maybe Bangalore might be just be just slightly too good, like slightly better than the rest. You know what I mean? You got the, the sprint. Well, uh, yeah, the sprint is so easy to trigger. So her really passive fucking, ability yeah. is when she gets shot at or grenades are tossed at her or one of the the artillery strikes from either another Bangalore or uh, Gibraltar hits you. It activates her sprint and you just it doesn't have a cooldown. So if people keep firing at you. After the duration is over, you're just going to be faster than everybody. And she has an (laughs) offensive capability alt that does zone denial and she has two smokes like it seems like there's just her kit is really good. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: Um, Yeah, no, I mean, I I, at first I found all the powers or whatever abilities uh, somewhat underwhelming. But like if you're all using a variety of them like at once and if you just like get into the habit of always fucking popping them and not saving them, it's it really adds a cool dimension to the gameplay. You don't remember
2: to use them. I um, find that when I play Mirage, I often forget that I have this thing that I can keep
1: yeah, fucking same.
0: procking or whatever you want to fucking call it, like over and over again. Yeah. Just downloaded Mirage last night
1: or up unloaded. Uh, <laughs> Unlocked. Unlo- upgraded. Unlocked. Thank you. I think it just like it, it by having such so, like such quick cooldown uh Utility. uh, I was gonna say spells. That's not correct. Uh, Abilities. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I need mana. (laughs) But it's just like it plays into the the attitude of the game, which is very quick aggression. So like that, it's really helpful in those situations. Because I couldn't, I couldn't only imagine that game where you had long cooldown abilities, but it was made to be aggressive. It would just be, it would just be a straight shooter. And I think that's maybe a little bit what uh, blackout. Had a problem with. There would. Right. Just you were just playing Call of Duty with, uh, in a battle royale game rather than something interesting and different.
2: And it. And it, it I all gotta worked, say,
0: but yeah. Sorry. It's, anyway, <laughs> I'll shut up. I got. I gotta say, like playing, um, playing Apex in a way that Fortnite didn't. This feels like playing like old school, like Halo on the PC or on the Xbox. <laughs> well, that's something the, about. You've seen that TikTok video, right? <laughs>
1: I haven't <laughs> oh I sent that to I'm not sure if I sent it to you guys I sent it to into somebody where it's some guy he's three different in, people send it to me it's so good it's a guy he's sitting in front of his TV with his Xbox one controller playing Apex and then it like fades to black what's the song Christian or not I, think, to it's, black, I think it's from the movie and yeah, it's just was, a sad song, and he looks down, he's holding the 360 controller, and it's Halo 2 on the, the TV, and it's, it's Halo like... Halo 3, oh, you fucking oh, charlatan Jesus. Whatever, you know, Jesus. fuck off. It's, <laughs> like, it's sad. It's, it's, it's sad to knowing... It's like this sad realization that your childhood's past, but there's also a new, a new hope on the horizon. But the, it's such a continuation of that tradition. Like, the way I feel like the
0: gameplay loop in this game works is so, like... It's like Halo 3 if the map was enormous. There's something about, like... That exploration and the way you like come upon enemies the and thirty find seconds them. of fun, like that sort yeah, of thing. Like it's just not just fun. I mean I mean the wider loop. Like I don't know, like remember when Reach came out and there was Forge World and it was just like this enormous fucking that map. Big island. And then
2: Or even when they yeah, implemented exactly. the rush mode that resembled the battlefield stuff. Like the, those larger totally. maps. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's it called? It's even the quickness, like Halo 3, I could only imagine in its heyday, you could just hop in a lobby no matter what and apex right now it's like you can it doesn't take like oh, 30 so seconds to find a game because there's so many people playing it It's it feels oh, great God you damn. don't have to wait there's no currently right now I don't think there's any even kind of hidden elo which like you can just queue up and like sometimes you'll play against people oh, who man. are really fucking good or sometimes I you just play against elo. trash
2: and it's great <laughs> I, I thought there was elo <laughs> until that night where we won like five in a fucking row and I'm like this game doesn't have any elo <laughs>
1: Fuck. there you go <laughs> But yeah, so no, like, it, it just feels like, you, it, like, back in the day. Like, that video kind of sums it up. It's where it, this Nice game, warm
0: you, feeling for all us Twitchers
1: out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: well, exactly. And, and to bring it back to the question about, like, is this the killer app for Fortnite? I don't think this... I don't think Apex Legends is directly competing audience-wise with Fortnite. I think they're trying to take this segment of Fortnite's audience that's older that did play like Halo mm. and might might have wanted these well, tighter really controls interesting, and I like, was, maybe play Titanfall. I was,
1: playing, or I was watching another podcast. I like I'm sorry. I cheated on you guys, but I was watching another <gasps> podcast, and it was interesting to see... Who left Fortnite as Fortnite streamers? Because this is an interesting video that I unfortunately didn't get time to watch that Christian watched, which is why Summit left Fortnite, and mm-hmm. people just couldn't hack it anymore. Like the game's fun, and like I have a great time at it, but like if you're someone like Summit or some of these other <laughs> big streamers who had to play it every day for like ten hours a day, and that's you just got I think more of just like sick a of it. that's a style that's. Yeah. And the this, idea of being a creator,
2: especially now as we approach 2020, is this very interesting. Like you talk to these big YouTubers and not not to not to totally derail this con- the end of this conversation. There's another um formerly rocket jump, now digital corridor, I wanna say we'll all remember Freddie W, but like younger generations, they they'll have no idea who this person is or what he sort of represents. So just really quickly, Freddie W got his start, I believe, on YouTube, just sort of making a name for himself as this special effects wizard. And he put together these short videos that just looked amazing for the time. And he's like, how is he doing this? And then he started doing, well, here's how we do this. And then longer stuff. And then eventually building their way up to shooting stuff on Hulu and video game high school on YouTube. He He was on a a video or some other podcast discussing how they're trying to break into that mainstream sort of Hollywood sphere. And they're just running up against roadblock after roadblock saying nobody cares. Nobody cares unless you've made money or you have this killer. You made somebody else money. Just these traditional sort of mindsets. And so I think being a modern creator now more than ever, if you're not doing what you love, then what's the point? Like if you sit there and it's your fifth hour carefully fucking making a thumbnail that looks like all the other ones on YouTube because that's what works. Like, and I think that's sort of what the summit video was sort of uh, portraying of him. And then when he, when he was having fun with sea of thieves, that's when sort of, you could see him really enjoying himself again. Um, but, uh, it's, it was a weird, yeah. Um, anyway,
1: yeah, I kind of uh, <laughs> took that just for a like, ride
2: there. Sorry,
1: <laughs> just to like wrap it up. Then I guess it's like you. Some of these these creators and Twitch streamers and stuff. A lot of them come from different backgrounds of games, but stayed on Fortnite. Obviously, because, because that's the where pop. the
2: the views are. Yeah, that's, yeah You want to make money? Yeah, sort of thing.
1: We we get a game where it's back to like the hard aiming style. Like you, ha- if you're someone's aims better than you, you're gonna you're gonna win, right? You know what I mean? Like it's not or, like sorry. oh
2: you can build oh you can do this. It's like yeah, no, and like, if, if, maybe you have better think, gear,
1: but. I think that's really refreshing because it, it, it puts you in a nice bracket where it's like I can either improve and get better at the game or there's no like there's no excuses, I guess. It's like you either have to get good at this game or you're going to lose, I think more so right. more so. On like a smaller scale than it is with Fortnite, where there's a only, lot of factors to it. Not only that, not, it's only sixty players too in a lobby, so
2: it's not a lot. Yeah. Of, oh, I love that. The breathing room is there, but in a different way. It's sort of it's sort of these balancing skills, it, which appropriately the the balance between if you're a creator or a streamer, and you have you have the game that your audience knows you for, and then you have games that you maybe want to play or looking to uh, broaden your horizons or enter different meaning systems as a as a I guess a new invoke celebrity. Um, to compare to uh, the Battle Royale, where you have the the hard aiming, as you've described it, versus the mechanical prowess. And those two sort of, one is much more favored than the other in a different way. You still have these abilities, like Alan, when you're using the, the Pathfinder to reposition, or when you're using Bangalore, Brandon, with the smoke. And then, oh, I have the digital threat detector. So it's a puzzle in different ways. It's a puzzle that seems more sophisticated and oriented with the shooting, as opposed to, Uh, A physical puzzle where the shooting seems not ancillary, but only half the equation.
1: Mm. For sure, for
0: sure. Well, the other half, of course, is in Fortnite, is is dancing. Of course. Right?
2: <laughs> Hold on, before we before we jump into this, because I
1: oh, you motherfucker! I do wanna, no, I oh, know it so was slick. It's slick, but <laughs> I'm
2: slicker. So just really quickly, because I do want to plug the blog just a little bit, because it's it was really well written. We have a little bit of coverage right when Apex was sort of hitting its apex. Um, just a little bit of a little bit of context, just because again, like we're a little bit older now. Um, you don't
0: have to say that. The
2: shooter unfortunately released alongside... So this is of Titanfall 2. The slick shooter was unfortunately released alongside very heavy hitters in late October... After Battlefield 1, but before Infinite Warfare. At the time, the move was chalked up to EA Interference, a publisher known for angling, acquiring, and subsequently shutting down studios, ready to gobble up another one. Recent whispers have surfaced that paint a different picture. One of Ego, suggesting that the release date was deliberately chosen to compete against the impending Call of Duty title. After that, was with a nasty public divorce from Activision, Infinity Ward, after built, having This is uh, Zampala and West of uh, Respawn. Now, just Zampala. I think Frank West departed. Um, After a nasty public divorce from Activision, after after helping build a Keystone franchise into a multi-billion dollar industry giant, one can only smirk at the defiant conceit of naming the rival IP Titanfall, a sequel whose release date was the stuff of Showdown. Making for an interesting narrative, if nothing else, Black Ops 4 is currently rocking about 6,000 viewers on Twitch. So... Just as context, Respawn, it's not, they've been making these games for years. They're the ones that popularized the Call of Duty franchise. A lot of people, I don't know, I don't know. Do you think people know that? Or like, am I just, are we just going to wind up cutting this? No, that's 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 well known.
1: I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you, it's interesting though because like you, sometimes you don't know the pedigree behind some of these studios. There's like obviously you have like the big names and stuff you you recognize from either other you're listening to podcasts or you're reading the like gaming news. But like sometimes if you didn't grow up playing some of these games, you just don't know that maybe respawn was part of. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm uh, thinking of well, that's why, that's why they're called respawn, the, uh, right? Activision all those years ago.
0: <laughs> no, I mean that is like that's. That. The, what his uh-huh. name
1: <laughs> like yeah well and then you um, feel like
2: yeah. the, calling it titanfall the fucking game like give me a break but fucking um even even the dna Never made of that like, you know names. who popularized call of duty or Letta, but when when younger people pick up a controller i don't know if you're gonna know like right away we think oh modern warfare did that that's the call of right. duty interface on the joy pad but when you pick up a controller these
0: days it, there's just a popularized control scheme yeah yeah no that's that's the thing with 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 pop culture in general is that you'll have like, you know, you know what's in front of you, right? Like you might not know who invented the cool thing that you love, and But you just know who took it and that, that it's theirs now, right? Like you might not know who invented the cool shooting mechanics in Titanfall. Like you don't know that Call of Duty made them. You just know that Titanfall's bringing them to you. This is going. It's almost like, I know
1: where this is going. It's almost
0: like, this is like a 10 minute segue. It's almost like if someone did a cool dance, <laughs> they might not tell you they ripped it off from somebody else. They this, They're just the guy dancing for you. Not that there's anything else we can talk what, about like possibly, that. Well, that's how you make money by stealing,
1: right? Yeah. What could you possibly <laughs> that's be easy. Possibly about? So make One might even say appropriating. <laughs> that's a good one. So, yeah, if you haven't caught on... Your, if you, you're getting better at this shit. <laughs> if you haven't but, caught you know. on... We're talking, obviously, about the lawsuits against Fortnite and Epic Games... Uh, taking
2: and this is a discussion that we've had already on the podcast, but recently uh, more details have surfaced. There's a really good Waypoint article that came out. I'm going to scour my soul for who wrote ah, it. because I have it in right front of me. Do. You have it? It's
1: Yusuf ah. Cole. Uh, an excellent piece. If you have a chance to go read it, it's called Fortnite's Appropriation the Issue. is isn't about copyright law. It's about ethics. And solid, super solid piece. Uh, very almost academic in, in a lot of ways. It feels like some of the articles... Uh, I would read in university for some of my history papers, just, uh, breaking totally. down what's going on as well as having scholarly, uh, sch- quotes from scholarly sources, just talking about, uh, how over time, uh, yeah, in really. popular culture, I, I
2: never thought I'd see a bell hook citation on fucking on a video game. Yeah, <laughs> and that was.
1: It's, I was like, okay, all right. But the, the crux of the article is that we, uh, popular culture has a long, uh, a long history, of taking uh, uh, motes of black culture uh, from dances to music to what have you and and taking it away uh, from the creator's blackness to uh, another source to make it more palatable for, uh, quote-unquote, a wider audience. And I think they they really hit the nail on the head with this one. Uh, Christian, if you wanted to build off that, I know you had a lot to think about on this one. Uh,
2: Well, it's... (sighs) I, it's a very well written article. I don't know if I would a hundred percent. I'm not going to say that it isn't a copyright issue or a legal issue. I think it is. I think it's both. Yeah. Um, in very different, but important ways. Um, it's just, I don't know what happens. Even, even if we're all in agreement that, yeah, this is wrong because we were talking about, so the, we were talking about the legally, um, they weren't allowed to the dance. Uh, the Fresh Prince dance wasn't good enough because it wasn't choreographed. Yeah. It was sort of like they were riffing. It was ad-libbing. It wasn't ad-libbing complex ab-libbing. enough. I believe yeah, was the issue. So What's that? Sorry, is what? that
0: like was, So, I, so what happened was uh, Alfonso Ribeiro, who played Carlton on Fresh Prince, if you're ancient like me, like um, he had he had <laughs> his fun. Carlton dance. <laughs> the, no man, I realized we, that we, ten no, years ago. That's weird, we're past um, that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dog like um anyway so uh he alfonso ribiero was one of many artists uh suing epic i guess uh over appropriation of of his dance um the carlton dance was denied its copyright uh claim um last week a few days ago
1: yeah yeah friday not even that long ago when are we recording this podcast um yeah it was on like the 18th no it's the 15th yeah exactly uh
0: recently um Anyway, um, and the Carlton dance was denied a copyright because it's only like three or four steps, implying that a copyrightable dance would have to be like long, longer, like a song length or something like that. Who knows?
1: Yeah, what it was like, it's what. So the reason why American copyright law is like this is because it didn't want people to be able to copyright a fundamental portion of dance and then stop creativity from ever blooming again by saying like oh if someone uh copyrights the pirouette for a ballet it's like you can't exactly it's stopping people from doing stuff like that and what it's like this issue now is is are some of the obviously uh according to like the american copyright code uh the carlton isn't complicated enough but if it were to be a longer form choreographed piece in some way it would be which is, considered to be copyrightable which is total
2: bullshit because I remember it was right when I had started playing Fortnite and then I thought oh my fucking god that's the fucking Carlton Fresh Prince dance take my money I didn't have to fucking Fuck think yeah. twice about it not because it, of, it, it So regardless of how complex or not that it was so immediately recognizable to me, it was so identifiable to me in a way where I was like, I instantly I'm transported back to waiting for the bus to go to high school, eating my fucking bullshit breakfast, watching Fresh Prince, ready
1: to go to school. Like I'm instantly it just takes me back. Oh, 100 percent. As soon as... What's it called? As soon as I saw it, same reaction. Yeah, so like, like... I saw it in the store and I was like, oh, holy shit, that's the Carlton. Because now, everybody everybody from our generation knows what that dance is.
0: Now, here's an interesting thing about that, right? So what you guys are saying is that you love the Carlton dance emote because it reminds you of Carlton, not because it's a dope dance. Correct, 100 So does yes. that not imply that what you're reacting to is your love of the Fresh Prince show? And as such, the the content creator that's that that you're really reacting to isn't in fact Alfonso Ribeiro because he could have done anything what you what you're reacting to is NBC and their Fresh Prince product that you really no. enjoyed see because this is that I would agree I would you, agree with you on that I would disagree now, I'm just talking that shit here I'm with Alfonso Ribeiro I just think it's an interesting no, no, argument no, no. to make
1: and I, I, I somewhat disagree because like that dance is like it, like, it's hilarious. Sure, it harkens back to Fresh Prince. Obviously, it's where the sh- the dance came from. But like that's so much like there's n- like it's not there was always like a gag every once in a while that will uh, will Smith would do it. And that's it, it was that gag was funny and interesting because it was Carlton's dance, not right. necessarily because it was fresh uh, like emblematic of Fresh Prince as a whole. It's, right. This was uh,
2: I remember this conversation's been happening. It's been unfolding for months now. And I think um Uh, on my, my initial, my knee jerk reaction was, I agree it's complicated. And my reaction was again, same fucking, same exact fucking, uh, example, pretty much. Um, the laser shark, you can use it as a glider. And I thought, Oh, I love Austin powers. I'm going to buy the laser shark. Like again, just shut up, take my money. So Who gets money for that? So Epic's taking my money, but like creative genealogy, DNA. Okay, so let's uh, let's peel back the layers on this one. So I'm giving money to Fortnite. Who owns um, is it Universal Pictures? I don't know who the fuck made the um, The powers movie. Whoever. Um, Is it fucking uh, Mike Myers for delivering the line? Is it the writer that wrote the line?
0: Also Mike Myers.
2: Where's right. But just for the sake of the, the yeah, 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 where does that end? And so it, it I think the last time we had this conversation, we thought, OK, well, what about what about where people can upload and mocap themselves and fucking upload it and see? And then we thought, yeah, well, steam, tried that. And it didn't really work out when people got asked to pay for mods like that sort of thing.
1: Kind of like to spiral off a little bit from this is that there's re- Netflix has recently gotten to some trouble using real life disaster footage. In, in some of their original broadcasts uh-huh. uh with I I believe bird box has the Quebec City train crash or not Quebec City but the that big train crash that happened in Quebec and there was one other word I can't quite remember but there's been two notable examples where uh, uh and I don't even get know in trouble if because it was a
2: real life event or because somebody uh, owns I think that it was footage. a little
1: bit of column a, a little both, bit of column yeah. B, because I'll, of the wording from all of the articles uh I read about those were the fact that it seemed like people spotted it out immediately. Obviously, I guess if you've watched the news you could probably distinguish, uh, some of these, uh, the footage, it was on quite a bit during the time, but like it would be, it be seen as like ins- insensitive to use like a real disaster where people and families, uh, were affected by it mm. to use it as in a thing that wasn't a documentary style kind of piece of media where it was exploring or like having a reason behind it other than it being like, uh, Interesting footage in a, in a kind of uh, morose kind of look at it. You know what I mean? So that's just it's just a matter of
2: uh, poor taste or context, yeah, I guess. Though. Yeah. So what is that? So that's tough, too, though. It's like, OK, so I guess it's hard when there are obvious, like you, you have ideas of tact and discretion and diplomacy as a creator. But then. As a good creator, you're going to want to subvert norms and you're going to want to, you know, satirize and parody and do all these things that like undercut, uh, you know, uh, popular normative media. And in doing that, that's what remix culture allows you to do. Right. First, so I guess
0: it's very and that's what I was going to bring it back to. Yeah. We don't want sampling to go away. We like remix culture. Yeah. Right. Oh. And what we don't like is somebody like I think who is it? I think Taylor Swift
2: has this legal team that just like devours anybody they, they, she's trademarked a couple words, and they just oh, I'm boy. afraid to say them out loud. Well, this is yeah, the so thing. Listen, like, listen, I like, want to
1: get taken down. Don't say well, this like was the horse juice with, or whatever. With, the <laughs> <saga>. <laughs> with King and uh Bethesda, they they were they had like these crazy lawsuits over the trademark of uh words being in titles, and it's like it's coming down to a point where it's like, where can you? be creative in a sense where people own the thing, which I think is the other side of this argument. It's like, well, if these, if no one can enjoy these because everything is copyrighted, it's like, it's hard to make the argument or at least in a sense, it's hard to get some, uh, thought on the idea. If everyone keeps copywriting all of their things, nobody will be able to, to, to build up from, create. no, just well, yeah. no. <laughs> like the
0: cliche is that like, uh, art, what is it? Uh, uh, Bad artists borrow and good artists steal. Like (laughs) like, cliches about making art are always about like this communal conversation we're all having. And that every, every work is just kind of another statement in this collective kind of, um, pool of ideas. And I, I think what we're coming up against is, it's just very hard to reconcile that kind of communal, um, property with, uh, Capitalism in general. Right. Like or when the community is the world, like they're going to
2: be bound to people that either they're not going to agree with you or they're going to they're going to come after you. Um,
1: Well, I think this is also where the Waypoint article we talked about at the beginning of this conversation uh, really like nails it is that this idea that sure, we could talk about whether or not it's kind of right or is wrong for being able to to remix or to reuse in a fun and loving way when uh, black culture has been on the short end of the stick for generations now with like especially some of these moves like Carlton Ribeira the Carlton dance to Millie's Millie Rock uh, being known as swipe it. It's just like this idea that while we can agree that these are fun and like people love these dances and emotes and stuff, it's just it's hard when you're at the short end of the sticks generationally now that it's becoming a problem right
2: the article put it really eloquently Um, I I don't have it in front of me you might be able to control F uh, the name Ken you might be able to find the passage and read it out loud for us but it was this really interesting moment and it got me thinking how so yeah two milli and swipe it um So and the idea is that, oh, when you slap it on these like colorful rainbow bright characters and they're doing these fun dances in this very, you know, colorful, whimsy, uh, sugary gumdrop area or environment rather um, that sort of sanitizes these otherwise. You know what? I don't think parents if you're if your child's playing Fortnite, that looks like all all the rough edges has been have been sanded off of that product. But if they're doing the dances and then they're watching YouTube videos, those music videos, they might not have the rough edges sanded off, but then these kids are watching the actual videos and then they might be asking questions about, uh, uh, uh racial equity or racism or uh, gender. And these are hard questions that corporations don't want to have to answer. These are corp or even that parents might not want to have to answer. So it's like, yeah, yeah, go play your color for Fortnite game. That's cool. Um, And even we were even talking about it the other day about how the corporations are sort of going through this sort of evolution online where it's like, oh, the brand's my friend, that sort of thing. Yeah. Or we saw conveniently. During the uh, like mental health awareness, like uh, here in Canada, we have Bell Let's Talk and that, uh, that's a little bit more. Uh, people seem to be a little bit more OK with that. But within a week, there was also like these brand names, brand names. And they were saying, oh, man, I just can't take it anymore. And then other brands being, Oh, I'm here for you. Yeah, dog. Like, I that saw sort that. Of oh, thing. Like, and it, it what? was very, it was. Yeah, it was strange. Was and it was weird. Well, well, like we're used to being an anime and video games. We're used to verified accounts flirting with each other. <laughs> That's nothing. New. Yeah, for but sure. um, <laughs> seeing seeing that it was this very bizarre. And it, of course, at the end of the day, there are human beings behind all of this, quote unquote, content. But I think there's something to be said about. Um, they want you to think of them as a real person, and they're not. So when Pop Tart makes the fucking shitty joke, don't worry, it's a virgin like you. Oh, it's funny yeah. because it's Pop Tart saying something like that. Like it, there is something sort of very sinister here, and it's very bizarre what's happening. And that's how I feel about it. Did you find the passage, Brandon, by chance?
1: It's like called "It's in Black Looks, Race and Relationship." Bell Hooks writes for Black people the pain of learning that we cannot control our image, uh, how we see ourselves, or how we are seen in so, uh, is so intense that it ruins us. Uh, seeing a game as otherwise aesthetically ambiguous as Fortnite, seeing an entertainable action Ken doll with cargo pants and a grenade holster slip into regional uh, performances from Memphis, Atlanta, New York is an uncomfortable reminder, reminder of the exploitable nature of hip-hop culture, of the easy way blackness can be taken, remixed, and made profitable outside of the black community. Is well the said. quote. Yeah, no, it's an it. It really hits the nail on the head, I think, and what really reps.
2: Uh, no, that is the passage. If 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 you if you don't feel like reading like a big long thing, which fair enough, you're you're, you're probably a busy human being. You got places to go and people to see. But I, I would recommend the, the the article to anybody that's any, at any capacity engaged with these sort of ideas or interested or curious. It's a very well written article, um, and one that. Um, Needed to be written, I think, because again, this is a conversation that we had months ago and then now it's sort of resurfaced and it raises it because before it was specifically more like about the money and the legalese and the copyright. And this is no, no, there's a little bit more to it than that. And this has been going on for years here. Let me show you. Yeah. And so I think it's very valuable. In that it's definitely way.
1: good context to have being whether you side with a corporate entity or an artist. I think it's the it's the context that really uh will help maybe you decide whether or not you agree or disagree with some of these aspects of the lawsuit. If you need
2: help saying uh, fuck corporate, we have another headline for you. <laughs> oh, been, uh, boy. Cropping yes. Up recently. This so a- this one's a little. Yeah. Alan,
0: take it away. Because uh, this isn't a I was about <laughs> to throw fun, it at you. So I don't want to say it. <laughs> what? That Blizzard just laid off 800 people after Blizzard having Activision.
1: a. Don't forget sorry, the other. Excuse, excuse me. Darling Activision me. Blizzard. Bobby Kodix, little
0: uh, hobby Side project, Blizzard Activision, his fucking garage. Band. Yeah, that's right. Fuck. His his, his oh, basement God. circle of friends just kicked out eight hundred of their of their good their good buddies of their closest friends. And the reason this looks so fucking bad is this happened the same day um, on a uh, what was it? An earnings call. Yes, the Blizzard uh, Activision earnings call. Kodak said the quote uh, that Blizzard. Quote achieved record results in 2018. So really quickly, what they're saying is that they made more money than ever, but it was a disappointing year because their growth slowed. Which is how you know publicly traded companies work. Um, yeah. Activision, yeah. according to Polygon, <laughs> Activision made 7.5 billion dollars in sales last year, <sighs> 1.8 billion in profit. But it wasn't. But you know, the, the enough, derivative there course. is is isn't isn't positive. So. So how much? Hold on. So let's 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 break these down. What was the number? Eight billion. Seven point five billion in sales. One point eight in profit. What
2: was the number? So you read it was Jason Schreier's book. What was the number
0: for? Oh man, to
2: employer
0: coder. You gotta stop for a nailing year? me on this number. you did this last time too. I have no <laughs> idea. It's like I don't know. It was tens of let's thousands just of dollars. Um, Pardon me? It was tens of thousands of dollars per month. Yeah, sorry to keep putting you on the spot. It's just <laughs> no, no, it's it's cool. a really good point of reference, though. It is. Um, and he and he so, wasn't talking about Blizzard. He was talking about, like, an indie studio.
2: In general. So, and just to put it into perspective, not that I'm going to sit here and fucking stick up for my favorite indie darling fucking game dev. Hey, I like Overwatch. But- <laughs> Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of employees that presumably are all getting paid very well. That presumably all have benefits, and I'm sure there are a bunch of other perks of working for like a triple A AAA titan of the industry. It, it, so we think like, oh yeah, seven point eight billion. That's a lot of money. I'm sure that's a lot of money. But then you have to employ hundreds of people, thousands in some cases. Then you have to you you have your little Overwatch League. There's a lot of money Overwatch, swimming around. The, Overwatch
1: League is a separate entity. Just as a heads up, is it? yes. Okay. That was made so clear.
2: Where does the money go for Overwatch League? Hmm? Does Blizzard not collect money on that? Or? They do.
1: It's just it's not part of Blizzard Activision. It's its own division. That, that wouldn't have been part no, of their earnings no, no. call. It would not have. Interesting. That's okay. it's its own esport entity with its own investors and uh, its own profits and stuff like that. It's, okay, it's something that's, different. That's my bad. I but thought what that I was, was gonna under say the is house. Sure. Just to like play a little bit side advocate to your point sure employees get all these things but if you're a contractor which i feel like uh, many people in the a industry are were. it's yeah. a little bit different which is probably why they could get rid of 800 people as quickly as they did is because i feel like and that's
2: the, the question now is union yeah. right after this yes. The question so, again
0: is union yeah we had
2: this conversation around e3 with bethesda we had this conversation around october with uh rockstar Yes, it keeps this conversation keeps recurring. So, yes, yeah. and it's it's, it,
1: it's just I don't know, I th- a lot of people are pushing for this now, not just people in the game dev industry, but also uh, you see it in the news headlines as well from uh, certain reporters, which I think it, it, I think it's coming to the point where people are finally starting to recognize that games and the games industry aren't just the big names like Bobby Kotick. Or um the Bethesda guy, fuck, Todd Howard mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's not just these n- huge names anymore. Sure, there like th- if you think of a company, and you think of like Elder Scrolls, you think of Todd Howard by Skyrim, whatever, the memes there. <laughs> but you, people are starting to recognize maybe as they've grown older and as they enter the workforce themselves and enter corporate culture that there are there are cogs to the machine, and it's not just maybe a Hideo Kojima who like wizards his way to making a video game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, I, I don't know. It's, it's a tough time. And I are obviously our thoughts go out to everybody who is fired. It's not a great day when 800 people get laid off. Right. Yeah.
2: It's, it's obviously not a super fun headline as somebody that's a pretty poor, like I'm marginally sympathetic. Like I can, I understand what it must feel like to fucking, you get laid off your futures, like completely up in the air. That's a very, it's gotta, it's, it's gotta be a fucking shitty fucking feeling. Um,
0: I mean, I also... I don't know. I'm super poor, so... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as someone who also has been laid off this month uh, from a cheese store, um, you know,
1: <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: it, it it sucks. It, it Yeah, I don't know. Um, Blizzard is having a fucking weird year, like...
2: Well, they're pivoting the mobile. That's what's fucking happening. They're yes. Just, they're doing what these other companies... They're
0: doing what uh, Konami did, where it's like, oh, this is where the I'm, money is. Oh, Fuck all these other things. That's a harsh... Bad, I wouldn't call read. it what Konami did. What That's, Konami did was they left the video game industry. Um, not entirely. Uh, pretty no, but entirely. <laughs> they left a skeleton crew. Doesn't Yu-Gi-Oh! still have video games? I mean, Maybe? yeah, and they also put out Metal Gear Survive, but like... They, yeah, they pivoted you know. their major <laughs> they franchises games. to pachinko they make machines. Games.
2: They make pachinko games. They yeah. make games. But
0: uh, well I mean
2: what's what's Blizzard going to do? So they have their little they have their fucking turnkey batting cage coin operated overwatch Well this league. is the interesting thing. Then they have is the fucking Diablo Immortal and then what else do they have? Nothing. Clearly they don't give a fuck about Starcraft they've offloaded that one. Warcraft again they just seem to be sort of like the, their legacy titles they're just sort of like pruning and keeping alive because it's probably just easy sources of revenue. Very quickly they seem to be coming very hands-off, and just we're just going to take the money.
1: Well, what's it called? Uh, one of the interesting things to come out of this uh, whole earnings call is that Blizzard doesn't have anything coming in 2019. On the horizon, right? Or in the pipeline. Yes. So there's really, nothing, yeah. no major releases coming out in 2019 for Blizzard, which I think is pretty shocking, uh, especially since there has been a lot of talk about Diablo, uh, the newest uh, Diablo 4, right <laughs> around BlizzCon obviously before the whole mix-up with Diablo Immortal, but it, it seems like this is not a good year to rest on your laurels for Blizzard. And they and fucking I, got rid of Bungie. That's over. Yep.
2: Oh, right. So that, that could have been something to
0: point to and been like, oh, no, we're still in the game. And it's like, no, they packed up and left, dog. Well, that's also like a sign, right? Because Bungie has done this before. Bungie jumped ship with uh, Microsoft when they felt like they were not being supported or um, th- I mean, that, that's a they real canary a good in the coal For this sort of when to get the fucking exactly. Um, and yeah. I, I gotta say, I gotta kinda issue a Mia Culpa here. Well maybe not Mia Culpa, I didn't fire these people, but like um I came out kind of against the um backlash against uh, uh um, immortal, um Diablo Immortal. Backlash to the backlash. Yeah, part. I was part of the three backlash. <laughs> <laughs> Double backlash. Um, and I I would, I it look I they look like they were right when they said this is Blizzard like giving up on us and kind of transitioning away from caring about its products I said that was an overreaction and yet here we are right with nothing on the slate for the rest of the year it was
2: a mobile game dude like are you fucking kidding me like Diablo is one of those like hardcore fucking I'm only marginally invested in any of it but fucking and that's I, I want to clarify like <laughs> a lot of fucking people got fired. Like I'm I'm sympathetic to that fucking happening. Like it's it's not fun when you get fucking fired and you know maybe you have a wife and kids or you know like a family and you have hopes and dreams obviously oh, you're a human fucking being. sounds nice. I'm just personally I'm just so far removed from anybody making any sort of salary that has <laughs> any sort of job security to speak of Your content that piece. I just, it's
1: <laughs> yeah sure. Oh
2: Anyway, we don't scene. have to get into what we
1: create here at t Far <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Excellent anyway, uh, audio content. Yes. And it's beautiful um, audio content. Well written uh, headlines. It's beautifully for, written. Hey, can we just take a minute using the, the word you're wrong <laughs> twice and then editing it wrong again? You know, that kind can of great. We need great a minute content. to pat
0: ourselves on the <laughs> Let's back. Let's just take here. a minute to say, everyone here at Too Far Gone just wants to say, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> yes. For all the hard work we do. We, we're, we're really, we're really, we're really killing it this year.
2: So what's the, we were having a little bit of this conversation off air. Yes. Um, 800 people, presumably more. I think Brandon, you mentioned there's a, there's a studio in France as well. Like yes, a, uh, a satellite I, so studio. So I don't
1: know if that was counted as part of the number. There was a Kotaku article that I didn't get around to reading that said that Blizzard France or like some team in France for Blizzard Activision gonna be has 400 on. people that don't know what's going on. So let's call it a
2: thousand. Let's let's, let's sure. round up to a thousand, and then let's say how many of those people. Presumably, if you worked for Activision Blizzard, you're pretty fucking good at what you do. How many of those people do you think are going to be able to like land safely somewhere else? Because like, there's a lot of money in video games. It's the most profitable fucking. Industry on the planet, one of them.
1: Um, well, t- I got to think a lot of them are going to be able to scrounge up something. Yeah, I feel. Well, we saw that right at the right as soon as it was announced and like the days leading up to it because uh,
2: Bloomberg. Everybody had their hands out. Bloomberg saying, hey, was like, yeah, mm-
1: they reported about it a few days before it actually happened. But yeah, there was a lot right. of outgoing support for these uh, fired devs and uh, but employees. This
0: is. But this is a giant migration. This is eight hundred. This is a sudden a vacuum or the opposite of a vacuum. It's eight hundred more people suddenly in the industry
2: yeah, looking for exactly. a job.
1: Like Th- that's very true. The landscape's
2: true.
0: changing though. We're seeing it. We talked about it
2: last podcast with the digital distribution. Things are fucking changing.
1: Yeah, I guess in a sense. But like eight hundred people in a specialty industry seems a lot of people, especially when some of these. Uh, People are like, maybe they're concept artists, maybe they're 3D modeling. It's, it's, it's like people, uh, companies yeah, have a way of streamlining sets. it. So after development, yeah. so we have all these great games that have a long lifespan now because of uh, their popularity because of oh, new content. Shit. But because what happens
2: of, when you make the long tail game and oh, then the game comes fuck, out? Do you need all those people anymore?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: I never thought of that, that angle. Which is, Sucks. which is
1: to the point Sucks, now, it's like you have these jobs. People did reach out to give these people, these employees that got fired jobs. But like, how many of them are going to Epic? Maybe five or ten? It is like It's yeah. not a lot because Epic has their workflow. And sure, maybe they get in here or there, but it's not hundred jobs. It's not 50 jobs. And there's only so many large scale, uh, large scale producers out there. And it's, it's a big ask. Even if some of these people wanted to develop their own indie studios, that's a lot of money. Maybe you don't have, maybe you don't have a lot saved up, uh, because of this, uh, the suddenness of the let go that happened here. It's, it's, I, it's, I feel like it's going to be a tough time on the industry.
0: It's, it's a tough time in general. Like, this Blizzard is one of a couple companies that's just having a real bad year. I feel like we're hearing a lot of stories like this. Like, no, they're having a good year, dude. Didn't you <laughs> see that earnings call? No, they're <laughs> having a very it. bad, <laughs> extremely profitable year. Yeah. It, it's, it, that's that, funny. Like between and you got, you got Blizzard, um, Steam's getting their shit destroyed by Epic, fucking EA? um EA, Telltale uh, falling apart, Apex, EA.
1: Until Apex launched, EA was I I think pretty fucking fucked this year
2: well we we didn't even talk about fucking anthem came out oh Oh,
1: yeah
0: well yeah why wouldn't we talk about it what's there to say it, that's the question,
1: See, right? I watched. I, mean, I watched a little bit of gameplay for it. There was a lot of complaints, but it like the game looks great. Like I don't think yeah. anyone's gonna complain about the visual fidelity of it. Whether or not well, the rest even, of it is there, but like Apex came and hit like a fucking.
2: I think the stick of dynamite. Yeah, I think the conversation there is cannibalizing your fucking. Yeah, this is supposed to be your AAA killer well, fucking here's game. Which the two no 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 no
1: no, no, no. no, 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 no. This is something really interesting because respawn. Uh, from what I've read, what I've heard, uh, so a little bit of hearsay, a little bit of uh, reading up. Uh, so take it with a grain of salt. Respawn is specifically pushed for Apex Legends to be how it is against uh, EA's "quote unquote" better judgment. So they're they're really the ones who believed in this product and put it out there, and probably put it out at the time right to compete with Anthem. Uh, honestly, which is which is why what? would they agree to that? They thought they probably just thought it was going to fail. Honestly, well, there like, was Anthem no, is gonna, but to be fair, there was not all that much hype for Anthem. So who knows? Like it just, there it's, it's multiple heads working against each other in this sense. There's
0: a lot of, there's a lot of marketing for Anthem. That, okay, so that's fucking fascinating, right? Let's do a quick comparison here. Anthem was announced, what, two years ago? A year and a half ago? Years ago, ago. years ago. Years ago, and when it was announced, everybody said, holy shit, that's the game of E3. That's the fucking one to beat. Especially since BioWare was behind it. That's a huge name to put behind one of these projects. Another company that's had a rough time. Um, And then um, years go by, and people kind of get over it and move on, and then it kind of... Sneaks out and nobody cares at the same time, the other EA game releases, um, uh, uh, Apex and, uh, Apex has the exact opposite trajectory. They didn't say shit. There were rumors that respawn was working on a Titanfall sequel, um, that we all thought was going to be three, um, trilogy. Yeah. And then, uh, Apex just kind of drops out of the middle of nowhere. You know, I think was the gameplay reveal the day it came
1: out. Um, I feel Everybody like I did hear game. anything about it before it was the day of, and it,
2: we, I think we were even talking about how things were getting very quiet and that for the beginning of the year, aside from, I think that was my question was, is resident evil two like, is it like this really amazing game or is it just that we're sort of starved for good games right now in the, in the early half of, of the year? Cause like personally, I didn't think much of it until I started playing it and then I've been really enjoying it. But really my, my brain was already DMC five and, uh, uh, Secrio. yes. I'm
1: oh, super fuck, excited yeah. for that. That's in March. That's coming soon. So fucking
0: yeah. So to continue your point, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, I just to, to 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 kind of finish the point. Like, um, Apex destroys Anthem, and Anthem's hype that came out too early kind of you know cut the feet out. And we've from seen under that it.
2: before. But you see, well, you, when you have the burner turned up for too long, people just lose focus
0: on it. But then hypothetically, imagine if people imagine if it if any news about Apex had leaked beforehand, people would have been I, I do not see people being optimistic about that game before playing it. Like it's another Battle Royale. Mm. It's the oh. first Respawn EA game. You know, it's going to have loot boxes and uh, skins. And it's like a. Yeah, there's nothing good that you say about that game. No, it's Respawn has been bought by EA that's like gutted and then turned into a if battle you even royale talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, it came out and fuck. because no one was anticipating it, it was great. In fact, I bet they And they the, said that. They said that exactly. in the open letter. They
2: said we didn't want to talk about it. We just wanted to put it out there and let people see it for themselves. We
0: wanted it to speak for itself. And do you know what that says to me? That says to Conference, me that uh, games product, journalists yeah. are a problem for games developers. Mm. Like people it cuz that's we interesting. We all know what the story uh, would have been. been. Um, so guy we're the bad guys. No. We did it. I, we I don't think are responsible not
2: too far for Blizzard gone. getting fired. Too Far fired. Gone is not the bad guys. I want to be very I don't clear about No, no, no. Rebel Cell. Rebel case. Cell. Too Far Gone is dangerous. <laughs> too Far Gone.
1: Your mother wouldn't want you to listen to Too Far
2: Gone. I would... Uh, I would when be, you're reading too far gone, ladies and gents, you better have like a work safe I, tab, like right you better have your homework. You better be like, wearing sunglasses. Wh-
1: <laughs> Heisenberg hat, we all are. We're wearing a big lids hat. I and would one of those like big to take five some on bridge with what Alan said. About most people do. Most <laughs> like, way With the fact that a, a game journalism is somehow the fault of uh, the downfall of games because they publish oh, it.
0: Okay. Hey, I didn't say that. No, but that's okay, what yeah. you
1: implied. And it, it's, it's an interesting thing because it's not necessary. I heard you say it. I heard you say that. Uh, I heard you use the word gamer Fucking game. Fucking games teams. journalists to get okay. me on my own show. Look, anyways, I'm just saying a lot of these, like these coverage, this idea of like too much coverage or whatever comes straight from the publishers. It's like there's the people putting out the press releases, the videos, the trailers, the Neil Blomkamp short from uh, Anthem. It's it's built off of that. They said
2: that they're open to Chappie being in the game, too.
1: <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> for Apex. Yeah, that's sick. It, yeah, they commented Chappie on isn't <laughs> Apex, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a yeah. he's, oh, he's he's uh, Mr. That Spinny image, you, Wire guy. Like officially, though. <laughs> Alan, I'm, I'm really quickly. I'm going to put an image. In, Send
2: something to you to his brain. To his yeah, brain, brain
1: meat. As I uh, quickly do this. Yeah, it's... But it's 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 amazing.
2: I think it's... I think it's a... There's a catch-22 going on. I see what you're both sort of getting. I think there's... It's a complicated relationship when... And we've been through this over and over again for years. Like, oh, like, journalists are sleazeballs. And then it'll swing back to, like, oh, look at these fucking video games and these bullshot fucking trailers that don't look anything like the game. And... It just seems to be this sort of cat and mouse, uh, smoke and mirrors sort of situation where, uh, how would I put it? It's a tricky relationship when basically games journalism is like 70% PR, it feels like.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Maybe
2: it is, maybe it isn't, but it feels like it. For sure. Um, But speaking of games
1: PR, did y'all see the Nintendo Direct? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I had to transition everybody. I did it. Oh, I love it. Gold I star, loved it. Gold star. Thank you.
2: Me. There you go. We gotta keep. We gotta start keeping score on these. We need to like have a, like a segway board. I'll use my three cents CSGO loot boxes, and we can just like <laughs> use them as TFG currency. That's wow. right. It's that's gonna a, be like that's uh, all about
1: their worth. Honestly, these
2: will be podcast points, and then you can cash them in for like you get. X amount of minutes are you, to just, just go on some fucking drunken tirade at the end of the podcast it's be that like doesn't a, get edited. The real Glenn Gary Gary Glen Ross
0: or whatever. Coffee is for Segway or something whatever. All right. Um, I was going to say for this hypothetical... Always a, be Segwaying. Oh, ABS, right. ABS. What's it called?
1: For this <laughs> theoretical Segway currency, is that any, are keys going to be involved or is that too much for corporate right now? <laughs> oh,
2: you boy. can cash in your crates for a key, but then that's like a, I sold my hair to get you the comb kind of situation. So.
1: <laughs> I've thought about it all, guys. It's okay. beautiful. <laughs>
0: Christmas miracle.
1: So what the <laughs> fuck happened with Nintendo? Did you so I saw a lot of cool stuff that I was really interested in? Tetris Battle Royale. Oh, here Dad, we go. I can't believe it's real. Here we go. I knew this was did, coming. Did they see the meme and just decide like I so just said fuck look, it. Look, uh, <laughs> nobody owns we're Tetris. I'm gonna lose money. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to bat for Tetris 99. And I know this is unpopular okay. opinion, specifically because I talked to Christian about it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Shaking my head. It's um, unpopular shaking. because it's stupid. I think, I think it's no. I think it's actually kind of <laughs> interesting. I honestly do. As much as Alan gets his fucking shtick about being liking mobile games, I'm gonna go to bat you, you for a, Tetris 99. You have a
2: CS: GO boxes worth of time to convince <laughs> us that yeah. it's yeah. not a
1: fucking dumpster fire. So it's. So, first of all, Tetris Tetris 99, free. Yeah. Launched the okay. day of the direct. So <laughs> out? Yeah, it imi- came I'm out down immediately. right fucking now. Yeah, so you can play it right fucking now if you want. It's Tetris. You know it, you love it. It's classic, beloved by many over the I decades. I do love it. Has the, the iconic fucking Russian music you all know and love. But, like, I think... Nobody owns Tetris. No, here's the thing. People Vladimir own Putin. Te- tons of people own Tetris. But I also think when we had Tetris for free is also a time where we have migrated away from because you could play Tetris on your computer. That was like a killer app back in the day, or you had it for Atari or you had it for Nintendo. Was Tetris Nintendo. on your computer? Yes. That points to I, one, I was, everything. Solitaire was Tetris, always like in a I never considered Tetris. But as like it was something you could easily a get computer. a hand up. Like you get a floppy disk and have Tetris, but we've moved, uh, okay. we've yeah, moved sure. so far from that. what are, Can you even name a free game that comes with a PC nowadays? Like like a solitaire uh, or a heart. whatever. Solitaire, no. I think no, Microsoft
2: no, no. still has like their built-in shit in Windows. On they, they made it? it.
1: They made it uh, cost money. It was a big deal. <clears> what uh, you got to pay for Hearts? I'm pretty sure. Back, I remember reading something back in the day. I could be very, hearts, I could very well that? be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. That it, it doesn't come with like that or like, oh, my God, we going to be really like mad. Like gonna do? Vista, the the pinball. That was a big deal. A lot of people. Play, mm, played I pinball. remember that. But so yeah. we don't have these free games that come with our operating system or even on. If thinking, thinking about the consoles, we don't have something like we had. We had the Tetris effect, which came out uh, earlier this year or last year. I can't quite remember. Yeah. That was a crazy kind of experience, but just base Tetris. And I think the adding the novelty of a competitive nature to it, uh, while some people might find that stress inducing, I think it, there's always been this level of I'm better at Tetris than you are. That ca- came with the game.
2: Is there, is there, has there always feel, been a competitive Tetris? It's the
0: same with any arcade yeah, game. Yeah. With if you like, give me a leaderboard, I'll, I'll, I'll want to be the top it, of right, it. I'm going to ask
2: both of you right now. Do either of you give a, fuck how good at tetris you are no,
1: i'd also don't give a fuck about being the best at street fighter but there's a huge scene for a competitive street fighter and Catherine, for example has had a competitive scene who the fuck cares about competitive Catherine? nobody really that's but it, like, amazing but, but that's but that's the thing there oh, that's is right
2: people did there was a competitive <laughs> for <Catherine>. yeah exactly <laughs> so
1: there's there's obviously a competitive scene for tetris there was like a a big event for it last year. It was streamed on Twitch, the world championships for Tetris. And it was wild to watch like, and it's always interesting when you see games done quick as well. Games on quick. Every once in a while has Tetris race or something. And it's just the wildest shit. It's just so crazy to watch because it's so fast and so insane. So I think there is a, there's a niche place for Tetris 99. And I think that's, I think there it I
2: feel like, I feel like the niche place of Tetris 99 is similar to like those people that are really good at solving Rubik's cubes. <laughs> and every, every six months or so you'll see a headline on something like Gizmodo and you will be like, check out the new world's fastest record. And you will be like, wow, neat. And maybe you like you click it and you watch it for the video is going to be only five seconds. Cause that's like whatever the record is. And you're like, oh wow, I, I bet I could get like really good at Rubik's cube. And then you go online and you're like, yeah, it's all about like algorithmic pattern matching and stuff like that. And then you sit there and you slowly realize, oh, wow. So the secret to being good at this puzzle is practice and time investment. And then you go, "Eh." and then you don't think about it again until somebody breaks the record. I feel like that's what Tetris sort of represents with this Battle Royale
0: novelty. So like I just like tried to download it on my phone and then I realized it's a it's not a phone game. I don't think. Tetris exists. Oh, Switch. Okay, maybe on the Switch. I don't think Tetris exists on a like. No one's gonna sit down at their Xbox or the computer and boot up fucking Tetris, right? Like Tetris will can fight. Why? When Fortnite and Apex are for free, why? Why the fuck well, is exactly? Free- but yes, go on.
1: Like I put. That's what
0: I'm saying, though. I put like two hours a day into my Sudoku app on my phone, and I could see Tetris taking over that space. But like, I don't know, man. I mean, it's cool. There's no problem with it. But I think Tetris Effect is maybe a cooler kind of direction to
1: take Tetris. Sure. Not that it's either or. I don't know. I just think there's a space for it. And I think, especially when not everyone's out there playing shooters, which is the big thing, I think there's there's a fun way to incorporate the Battle Royale kind of. Uh, Tell you
2: what, I, I think you're a dummy <laughs> And I'm gonna download it And we'll see how I feel in Look, a week I I'm you're gonna download gonna
1: it and beat because both to your
2: fucking scores, scores. Maybe, maybe I do, maybe I sure, do Maybe whatever. I just welcome some joy into my life for a change <laughs>
0: Maybe we'll all, yeah right Like maybe, I can see a week from now Or two weeks from now, us recording another podcast And being like, yeah I played Tetris three, Let's just get really fucking
1: into it Yeah right, like, <laughs> Tetris is a dope fucking game And Man, like There's a reason why it's still around It's still, it's, it's still because a it's free Well, yes, but it's also nobody owns a classic.
0: I was um, to pivot a little bit. I was uh, surprised by the announcement of
1: Super Mario Maker Two. Yeah, that's a really cool announcement. I like missed the very beginning portions of the direct, but like obviously it was all over Twitter and stuff like that. The big thing everyone's saying is now
0: with sliding. Apparently, they didn't have sliding on slopes in uh, Mario Maker One. That's oh cool. Well, it's like
1: a crazy scene. Like speaking of like calling back to awesome games on a quick for Tetris, like. Uh, they have they had like speedrunning categories where they would make custom levels for the speedrunners mm-hmm. to go through. And that's that's always like a cool scene. The creative side of it.
0: Well, um, Mario Maker seems like it's a really good tool for actual like indie game developers. Um, I've definitely seen some really cool uh, Mario Maker maps made by um, Derek Yu, who made Spelunky. And um, a couple uh, weeks ago, um, I was playing Celeste a lot. Right. And that was kind of the game I was doing. Um, they, uh, the people who made Celeste cut their teeth um, making Mario Maker levels. And if you play Celeste, you can totally, it has a very Mario Maker community feel to it in, in the way the difficulty works. And like the kind of skills it it um, highlights. So and it is a learned design skill.
2: I think I remember reading forever ago that um, I think the the Super Mario game for the DS, the one where it was just an abundance of coins. And that was sort of the theme for that one. Um, I remember reading something about how new, uh, new hires from Nintendo they would have to get um, they would get initiated. It was a three week crash course called Super Mario School, and they would get taught all of these these things, I guess, about oh, how to how to awesome. build and how to design. It was it was an interesting idea. I want like, to take crash course. I think, oh yeah, you know Super Mario, but I, oh somebody does have to make that, doesn't it? And like there are good levels and bad levels, and you can see the difference in how they play, how they feel. So no, yeah, very interesting. I didn't expect to see Mario Maker 2 either.
0: Yeah. It's only you know, been like three and a half years since uh, Mario Maker 1. That's um short oh, tale yeah. for Nintendo.
1: Anyways, uh, just to keep going uh, as we are getting close to the end of our podcast. It came just out September these, 11th, 2015. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, just to, to run down to some of the other cool things that I saw and just maybe get a few general comments. Uh, they showed more about Fire Emblem's Three Houses, the new Fire Emblem game coming to the Switch. Super excited yep. for that, I think a lot of people uh, really like fire emblem uh, waifu emblem if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And a new game by Platinum called Astral Chain, not yep. to be uh, confused with the other game that they announced at E3 last year, which I can't quite remember the name, but uh, they're also they confirmed during the during the stream that Platinum is working on these other games but also has uh Bayonetta 3 in development. So that's oh, cool. super cool to hear, Good to hear as a huge Bayonetta fan. Uh Damon X Machina the crazy looking uh mech game that they showed at E3 that has a free demo yeah, that you can that name, play bro. right now
2: James was playing that he really fucking
1: enjoyed yeah, it we I, what's it called I need to he was I need to take sick. my time away from Apex at some point and play the can't demo be done. can't <laughs> yeah, be done at this point can't, can't be, be done. done um yeah
2: do we want to talk uh Crunchyroll a little yes,
1: bit yes I kind of wanted to get to this that's why I kind of zoomed through the rest of the direct just cuz I wanted to talk about anime,
2: Devil Cry Baby. You goners. We we told you at we
1: the beginning of months ago, beginning of the last year when it came out, we all were pretty unanimously in agree you. that yep. it was probably going to be the anime of the year. It's Without, my anime of the year. I the only it's the other only one the I <laughs> is yeah well when you watch one you know it's not hard to hey, use. I
0: also watch an episode of neo yokio
1: <laughs> which unfortunately oh, yeah, our our <sighs> excellent conversation about that got uh lost in the digital abyss
0: oh i know it might um, be the most annoying thing i ever said no one's ever gonna hear it we'll come back we'll, we'll get there. back, um, back one monday.
1: monday yeah no it, it was great uh yuasa also the direct the director for Devilman, also won best director this year for i think obvious reasons mm-hmm. uh i will like to take uh some time to point out that if you have another, uh, if you wanted to watch another excellent show, uh, f- that was nominated for anime of the year, I would h- extremely, extremely recommend a place further than the universe. It's probably one of my favorite shows now. Uh, and it came out, uh, just a little bit afterwards, uh, uh like a few weeks after Devilman Crybaby at the start of 2018. That's really excellent. The other big piece of news that came out of, Uh, the Crunchyroll Awards this year is that My Hero Academia Season 3 and uh, the movie, uh, its movie, uh, Two Heroes, did really well. They swept a lot of the awards, which I think as a person who really liked uh, My Hero uh, Season 3, like I I ended up recommending it as one of the top five. It was one of your picks. One of my top five shows for the year. But like there are some really hard, I think, bad choices that the community has made. Because a lot of this is not only is pa- is it panel nominated, which is great, I think, but the community gets the vote on in the final say on some of these categories. And I think the community, I don't understand how you could give Devilman Crybaby the best anime of the year and not give Rio the best villain. You know, like he right. was he was so fundamentally a part of that show. And like I, all for one is a good villain, but like he doesn't appear all that much. It, all things considered and there's like one big fight scene which I think best fight scene that that was uh, won by my hero as well and I think that's well deserved but like there's just some choices cool I category. think the community has made that I don't disagree with also I'm like not to make this like my own like nitpick segment of it but whoever fucking kiss of death I Darling and the Frank had to win an award this year I think just for the fact that people liked it even though I I think it's a A pretty uh goners certified opinion that we didn't enjoy it after a certain point but i don't understand how kiss even what's our (laughs) god christian even even uh,
2: this is the problem i recently watched um uh a cure for wellness if either of you have heard of that movie name i've heard of that name yeah yeah, and so it's it, that movie. It was like well shot. It was really pretty to look at. I liked all the acting. The story was really interesting, and it oh, had the yeah. exact same problem where Darling and the Franks did. And I feel like as somebody that I I quit on Darling, where you said I would, yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But the issue is, and I think this is an issue that we're we're gonna see more and more over the years with writing specifically. Um, I was reading, it was like a post-mortem of the, the Sopranos and. Uh, whoever wrote it she had this really well phrased opinion where like oh they all look like prestige pictures these days but the lessons that we took from the Sopranos like they're leaving a lot of interesting things out and I feel like the main issue between these two things was well, you, you get to this you've been using all the symbolism in the case of Darling and the Franks you've been like this psychosexual dramas unfolding all these symbolism Then you have the flashback then you have the flash forward and it's like all over the place and it's so fucking fascinating and you're, you're waiting to see the thread just get sort of looped through all these fucking um, these holes that they've been weaving in this this narrative web. And then you get to this point where they just sort of, uh, they rip it all up and none of it meant anything. And there was no intent or intentionality or meaning to uh, anything that they had been ramping up to. And I feel like that sort of more and more we're going to see that. Oh, for sure. Uh in the future. As, and that's it's not that's something that we're used to as anime fans with these sort of empty calorie slice of life things and that's not why we watch those, but I feel like as something that was so it seemed so self-serious especially when compared to its genre mates, that was an unfortunate misstep.
1: Yeah, and to be fair, it was it the award it won this year was for best opening and this is a hill I'll die on fucking <laughs> the fucking oh my god deal with the devil for the kakagurui opening should have won that there is no like i like like the pop team opening i like the agretico opening that is of if i'll send it to you alan and um, okay. christian Uh, you should go watch, uh, watch the second
2: one. There's a second season now, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. There's a second season going on right now. Uh, you'll be hard pressed to find it because Netflix owned the rights to distribute it outside of Japan. But this is the one
2: that was, sorry. So this is the anime where it's like they go to school, but it's like for gambling. Is that correct? Okay. Um,
1: but that is an amazing, like, so like visually super stylish, but an excellent song as well. And I don't think, I I'll, I'll die on this hill that I don't think they should have given Darling and the Frank any awards, even if it was for like a, throw, a kind of more throwaway one for like best opening sequence. I I, I don't believe that at all. Like those thing. The other thing, the other last little bit before we, I guess, kind of wrap it up here is fucking my hero. This year has been so good for anime movies like you got uh, Liz and the Blue Bird, which a lot of people said is like. Just beyond excellent. I ended up watching it. I really liked it. Uh, Mariah of the Future, I believe, is uh, nominated for an Oscar or it's it's nominated for one of the animated film segments. And then Night, we
2: get Night is Short. Night is Short, Walk on Girl, that?
1: which I I love that movie. That is such a good movie. And I mean, Christian ended up watching that together because we're a big fan of uh Yuasa. Uh, of course, we mentioned him because he's the director for Devilman, but also the Tatami Galaxy and uh, Ping Pong, the animation, which I know Christian really likes. Uh, it just it seems like it's once again where the community has decided. What's popular rather than what's best, and that's kind of unfortunate because all I think every one of those movies other, I think, maybe then Mazinger Z and maybe Fireworks, which I haven't seen, but I've kind of heard are kind of whatever ish. That every other one of those movies stands like miles above two heroes, unfortunately. But what can you do? That's that's popularity based awards shows. That's the, way the crooked that's how it is, right? We, I will have everybody but, be aware we did call the devil man crybaby would be the anime of the year. And so it is. So our opinion, once again, correct. <laughs> that's right for
2: you guys. We do a lot.
1: Yeah, we're good. <laughs>
0: So I
2: kind of want to end good? the show right on that It's like Jim Sterling Where it's like You ought to appreciate me I do a lot for you That's <laughs> right Can we just take his catchphrase that that's is, definitely, is cut. That's
1: definitely not his <laughs> accent That's for sure
2: um, So <laughs> Thank God for me <laughs> Jesus <laughs> that Christ That's not <laughs> no. even No Does he, Anyways, co- does he copyrighted that Can we say that <laughs> Oh,
0: oh Christ. Ladies and gentlemen We doing have doing? Uh, yeah. indie darling Jim Sterling On the show today Jim thank thanks for coming out So
1: if now that the show has come to a <laughs> halting close, <laughs> Christian, do you, have anything now you put the fucking brakes on this trash we fire? Got,
2: we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Obviously, we uh, we're, we're cooking up some videos, cooking up interviews. Um, in the interim, we had it was recently Brandon you wrote it about um ten years of Monogatari. There's actually a huge fan effort going right now in support of the. Um, decade-long anniversary. We have the details about how you can get involved if you want, or even if you're just curious about looking or the, the, the people that are participating. Um, it's all on the website. Um, what else did we have recently?
1: Uh, Apex. We ha- of course we wrote about Apex when it came out. As I we had our summit coverage. Yeah, and, Jack um, wrote a cool uh, article about.
2: Jack sort Melee. of touched on a lot of the questions that we were discussing. Things that I didn't know. I didn't know that the community was having that sort of debate right now about, oh, do we ban wobbling? Which seems to me like getting rid of like an interesting. I don't hate wobbling. I feel like that's an interesting well, gatekeeping.
1: They have, they have a lot sort of, of situation. They have banned it, and I think that's. I think that's. Have they? Has that happened now? Yes, there was an article about mm. how they were said they were going to ban it. They were going to stick with whatever tournament ruling that it was that stopped it, and I think just because it's it seems fundamentally kind of broken
2: on the one hand it's like obviously it's a fucking stupid fucking but on the other hand it's i don't know if you can't beat the wobbling and then you know yeah, Get out yeah of the, I don't know anyway Fire. it's it's, it's a, that's an interesting that's like a you we could argue about that one forever and then there was also talking about uh, do we ban puff which I think is stupid <laughs> I don't know because like I don't know like a lot of people play Jigglypuff but you know there's only Xbox keeps winning there's only
1: one <laughs> yeah. person who wins with, with with Jigglypuff and it's so Hbox. consistently and effectively yeah, yeah. Well, mm. these are the questions you can find uh talked about and answered maybe in Jack's article on the site. <laughs>
0: Maybe, <laughs> maybe we have the. Answers. Hey, maybe we have an answer. Maybe we don't. Read As the first, fucking you didn't article. You'll read the have to find I out. You.
1: fucking. <laughs> 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 Anyways, you can find us at TFG TFG Mo,
2: TFG Moe, Wherever good times are had, social media. You can type TFG.MOE into your browser. It will redirect to TooFarGone.MOE. Um,
0: I'm also before I let my my good listeners go, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finally do it. I'm, I'm gonna say. If you guys want to give us maybe a couple stars on the old on the old review there, write a couple words our way. Eh, it wouldn't hurt. You know? Eh, th- 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 that wouldn't ruin my day, is all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe five stars. That's a good number. I like five personally. Five's a nice, clean. It's just you number, can't, I think when you'd you can't feel good. If you
1: can't give us ten, we will accept
0: five. I'm just saying. Help us become famous, and then in turn, we will. Be famous and is now <laughs> <in> which, <laughs> what we all which want.
2: podcast platforms can they find and comment and rate?
0: Find us on iTunes, find us on YouTube, find us on uh, that's about it. Fuck Spotify, uh, good night. <laughs>